0: change is hard. It kind of goes against human nature. I mean, we like structure. We like routine. We find comfort in that. You know, we don't like having to move. We don't like having to change jobs. We don't like, you know, all of a sudden having less money than we thought. These types of situations really stress us out. And so What I want to go through with you all today are ways that we can make these transitions and these changes in our life suck a lot less because they're going to be there. They're going to happen. Welcome to the mindset diet, the show that will teach you how to stop getting in your own way and start losing weight, feeling better and becoming the best version of yourself. My name is Iman, I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I run an online coaching business where my amazing team and I coach women through losing weight without restrictive dieting or excessive exercise. Hello, hello, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Mindset Diet, the 52nd episode to date, which means that even though I've missed about a week or two here and there, so it's not like perfectly 52 weeks, um, it has been around a year since I started recording this podcast, which is really, really cool because I had the idea to do this for so long and I, for some reason, just like wasn't letting myself do it and finally... I guess I needed like permission or something mentally to like unlock this for me. One of my business mentors was like, you you absolutely should do a podcast. It would be great. And um, I love it. I love doing it every single week. Now, admittedly, some weeks I'm kind of like, oh, what should I talk about this week? And other weeks... You know, something's very apparent that I want to talk about, whether it's because it came up in a client conversation or in the case of this week, I'm kind of like scratching my own itch here and talking about something that honestly I need to be reminded of as well. So forgive me, and this is ridiculous because I could literally just go back and listen, but I can't remember if I told you all that um, I started up with a new coach last week. I did my onboarding and stuff like that with him. Um, So awesome experience so far. I'd love to eventually have him on the show if things go well. Um, But... Basically, this was my first week, starting this past Monday, was my first week of following his new protocol. So he has me on a meal plan right now, although it's a little bit flexible because with my history of disordered eating, sometimes meal plans are a little uncomfortable for me. Um, but for right now, we're cruising along with that and it's a new style of workouts and some you know, new supplements and stuff like that. And when I started with my previous coach back in February, I was like so excited to make these changes, like ready to get going, didn't care what he said, was just going to listen and follow to a T. And this time around, for some reason, I'm feeling a lot more resistance. I think it's maybe because, you know, this is my second time around. I'm working with someone new. I have to adjust to new protocols and new supplements and all sorts of new stuff, right? And I've honestly just been like, not super excited about it. And it has nothing to do with my coach. It has nothing to do with what he wrote out for me. He's been amazing. He's been really communicative, but it's just me. I'm kind of just in a mental funk. I've been kind of cranky this time around. And so I've been thinking like, why is this? Why do I feel so resistant to change this time around? Why do I feel less excited? And ultimately I just kind of came to the conclusion that change is hard and we know that, right? But I kind of lost trust in this entire process and honestly kind of lost trust in my body when I did this the first time around since it didn't work for me. So now I don't just have this blind faith that this is going to work, I'm more skeptical, I'm more frustrated that my body's not in the same spot that it was a few years ago, and I think it's kind of carrying into my ability to have a successful relationship with my current coach. So, what I'm going to do for you all today is remind you of the things I had to remind myself of. So, for today's episode, I have five ways you can make change easier because change is hard. It kind of goes against human nature. I mean, we like structure, we like routine, we find comfort in that. You know, we don't like having to move, we don't like having to change jobs, we don't like you know, all of a sudden having less money than we thought. These types of situations really stress us out. And so what I want to go through with you all today are ways that we can make these transitions and these changes in our life suck a lot less because they're going to be there. They're going to happen. Change is going to be inevitable in life. And so how do we navigate through change more gracefully? I really think the first step to make change easier is to have a really clear vision of what you want. So in my example, you know, I have this goal of like reducing my gut health symptoms, reducing bloating, reducing cramping after meals and stuff like that. And objectively, I have reduced some of that since I started. Like I don't have as much gas after meals. I definitely don't have as much stomach cramping and stuff as I used to. But the bloating is the one thing that I can't get get to go away. That's kind of the reason I hired this other coach because I'm still having issues with it and it's interfering with my quality of life. You know, it's interfering with my body image. Um, it's just making me feel really crappy. And so that's a clear vision to me. I know that I want to reduce bloating. I don't want to just quote unquote improve gut health. Like we have to know what that actually means, right? So I know I want to reduce bloating. I know I want to lose a little bit of weight because with my sluggish thyroid, I have put on a few pounds and I'm feeling really uncomfortable about that. And I know that it's about eight pounds I want to lose, right? So how is this relevant to you? Well, a lot of people on their weight loss journey, they're like, well, I just want to lose weight. And then I ask them, well, how much weight do you want to lose? Uh, I don't know, 30 pounds, I guess. And I'm like, well, is it, I don't know, 30 pounds, or do you actually want to lose 30 pounds? Because, you know, some people just pull a number out of midair when I say that. They're like, oh, well, I think when I was at, you know, 150 in high school, I was comfortable. And then they just kind of have this random number that doesn't really mean anything to them. So you've got to have a clear vision of what you want to achieve. Because if you don't have a clear vision, like, what are you really working towards? You're going to lose motivation so quickly because you can't see what you really want. You don't have that, like, image in your mind of that body that you want. You know, this is something I do with my clients and something I've done with myself. Like I'm closing my eyes right now and I'm picturing what do I want to look like, right? Right now I feel puffy. I feel kind of out of proportion. I don't feel good. What do I want to look like? I want to look lean. I want to look strong. I want this bloat to go away, right? There's a very clear vision of me in my mind right now. And so I want you to do the same thing. What do you want to look like? What do you want to feel like? You know, do you want to have more energy? Do you want to feel more in control of your life? Do you want to feel calmer? These are things that you can work towards, but you need to have them objectively stated so that you're not just kind of shooting in the dark when you're working on your goals. Because like we said, you know, change is already hard enough, but change towards something that you're not even like really clear on, that's going to be really challenging for you. And you're not going to stick with the habits and behaviors that you need to make those changes. So once we have a vision of what we want to do, what we want to achieve, the next thing we need is a plan. So step two to make change easier is to have a really solid plan for how to achieve those changes. With no plan, change feels way too daunting. And I can, again, speak from experience here, right? So before I hired my last coach in February, I had this sort of pie in the sky goal of improving my gut health, but I didn't have a plan. I didn't say like, these are the things I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try this diet or I'm gonna try this supplement or anything like that. I was just like, I wanna improve gut health and I really didn't like know how to get started on that, which is why I hired a coach, right? But you've got to have a plan for weight loss. And and we've talked about, you know, which plans are appropriate versus which plans aren't, but you need to have a plan. Whether that be, you know, working with a coach to help you come up with goals that you're working on every week or following an exercise routine or sticking to uh, a specific grocery list, right? I'm just giving out examples. I'm not necessarily <clears throat> saying one thing is better than the other, but you know, just an idea, you've got to have structure and a blueprint because without it, again, you're already feeling uncomfortable. You you want to make change or you have to make change. Now you don't know how you're going to get there because you don't have a plan. Well, you're not going to have anything that you're going to want to work towards. All right. Once you have that plan, step three to make change easier is to start small. So this is the exact mistake I made this week, which is why I'm even recording this podcast because it's so fresh in my mind. Like I said, this coach gave me a full-blown supplement protocol, a workout program, and a meal plan. And I was under this like false expectation that I set for myself that I'm just going to completely throw out everything I have been doing. And instead of just easing into this, I'm just going to start with everything on Monday and it has to be perfect. And if I mess up, I'm a failure and it's not going to work. And I had to talk myself down from that. And so did my coach. He was like, hey, look, I didn't say you have to be perfect, right? Like, I I don't need you to worry about that. So, you know, for this week, because I had a really busy work week and I had a few nights of insomnia, which is unfortunately... Has been plaguing me a lot recently. You know, he said, I don't need 100% perfection. Like, how about instead of the meal plan, you know, written out, followed perfectly to a T, you just work a little bit on nailing the macros I gave you. And so that's what I did this week, you know, for my first week here. I'm starting small. It's just way too overwhelming and daunting to try to change and go from zero to 100. And then what happens with that is that you get frustrated because you're not able to successfully make that change because you started too big, your goal was too big. And then when you constantly fail to meet a goal, you tell yourself, well, I'm bad at this or I can't do this and you get discouraged and you give up. And I've seen that happen so many times with different women on their weight loss journey. So I'm begging you to really be serious and start super small. If your goal is to lose 30 pounds, start with taking a 10 minute walk every single day. And that seems so insignificant, but that is literally the first step. That's the first brick we're laying down to make sure that we are making sustainable changes. All right, two more for you here. So the fourth thing you can do to make change easier is to have an open mind. Okay, this is something that admittedly I am not great at. I'm very stubborn. I'm very set in my ways. But what I need to admit is that my ways are not working. If my ways were working, I wouldn't need to hire a coach. And so I need to practice what's called radical acceptance. Radical acceptance is this idea of accepting whatever comes your way and not placing judgment on it. So I am accepting the fact that my calories are way lower than I would like them to be because I need to give my digestive system a break. And that's part of what's causing bloating and issues right? So I'm radically accepting that I'm a little cranky. I'm a little hungry. I know that this is temporary and I'm not necessarily calling this a bad thing, right? I'm not placing judgment on this. I'm looking for the good in this situation. That is what I'm trying to do is look for the good in everything. So this morning I was like psyching myself out because I'm like, what if this doesn't work? What if I just wasted another $1,600, you know, uh, for, for a protocol that doesn't work, for a coach I don't connect with like the last one, whatever it is, right? And then I was like, why am I setting myself up in that mindset for the day? Because if I have that mindset, then of course it's not gonna work. My behaviors are going to follow that mindset. So I told myself I need to be willing to get uncomfortable and try new things. Just like I preached to you all, I've got to do it for myself. And so that is what I'm trying to do. And last but not least, the fifth thing you can do to make change easier is to be willing to fail. Failure is inevitable. You have to be patient with yourself. I've already messed up multiple times this week. I haven't been perfect. I haven't even ordered all the supplements I was asked to because I was getting overwhelmed with how much money I was spending. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not being perfect. I'm okay with there being deviations. And I'm being patient with myself. You've got to do the same thing. You're going to mess up. You're going to eat out too much one week. You're going to miss your workouts. You're going to screw up on a vacation. You're going to screw up during the holidays. Whatever it is, that is okay. Expect that and be okay with that and understand that perfect is the enemy of good. So striving for perfection and only accepting perfection means you're missing out on being good and making progress. So there you have it. Those are my five tips for making change easier. Look, change sucks. Behavior change is really hard. Life circumstances, you know, changing are not fun either, but it's gonna happen. And we have to be able to adapt and we have to be able to remain calm under duress and we have to be able to progress through these times. So I hope that this was a good reminder for you to just be accepting of this, right? Practicing that radical acceptance, not letting your emotions get out of hand, and just understanding that. We don't live a static life. Things are going to shift around. Things are going to vary and that's okay because through these difficult times, we grow and we become better people. As always, if you are a listener of the Mindset Diet, I want to hear from you. So I would love to connect with you. You can follow me on Instagram at builtbybalance underscore Iman. I'd also love to see you join our private Facebook community, which I have linked in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you wellness. There will be no episode next week because I'm traveling to spend some time with my mom and I'd like to maximize the time with her. So I will see you in a few weeks. Take care.